1: Your refrigerator after a long day seeing that icy cold Coors Light can or bottle in your fridge the answer is no there's nothing better that's why when it's time to chill you choose Coors Light it's mountain cold refreshment made to chill Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind so that's why when you want to hit reset reach for a beer that's made to chill get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart Coors Brewing Company Golden Colorado and as always, celebrate. We are breaking down all aspects of Yankee baseball. This is the Bronx Pinstripe Show with your hosts Andrew Rotondi and Scott Reinen. Let's go. what's up everyone welcome to the bronx pinstripe show episode 381 if i'm not mistaken today we're brought to you by mac weldon here we are again outside the stadium after game four of the alcs not as fun as games one and two of the alds no definitely definitely different games for for a lot of different reasons one i didn't get here until the fifth inning because i had some major though that's a hell of a trek yeah, man, it was it was a it was tough. Major transportation delays, and uh, I was circling LaGuardia for, you know, a good four or five times, and then finally finally landed. After seeing the tops of the buildings way too many times, you could literally see what people do, were doing inside their office. Did you have Wi-Fi on the plane? No. So yeah. you had, you were blo- like you couldn't you didn't know what the hell was yeah, happening. Yeah, no, I didn't get you, Wi-Fi. Until... I'm not. Yeah, I'm, when, I'm very cheap when it comes to that. When uh, <laughs> when you landed, the Yankees were up. Right. It was one nothing, and then uh, almost immediately after I landed, the Springer hit that home run. Yeah. So I was getting a whole bunch of text messages from people saying that Springer hit it. Uh, the people that knew I was in the air, and uh, I was getting updates. And then I looked at the box score and obviously was checking everything out. They were still good. I think I'm recording still. <laughs> and um, yeah, so I knew that I knew that that was the the, the case. And it took another, a solid hour to get out of LaGuardia because Uber there is a freaking disaster. And uh, finally got to, it's only a 20 minute drive. It's, re- it's, it's really close. I, I picked LaGuardia you, for a reason. You you showed up in the, in the I think, top or bottom of the fifth inning. Fifth inning, yeah. yeah. I was here at the top. Um, the Yankees picked one hell of a day to play their worst baseball of the year. It was a game, it was a it's not literally a must-win game because there is a game tomorrow. But it but, was a must-win but game. But it's a must-win game when you have Tanaka who's been your best postseason pitcher yeah. on the mound at home to try and tie the series against Grenke, who is their weakest of the big three starters. Which is not pitchers. saying a lot. It's I not mean, saying a he lot. He didn't pitch great tonight because he was out early and, and definitely struggled. Well, the first two innings, he was wild. The Yankees Loaded the bases and then got a run thanks to a walk from Brett Gardner. That's not something you're used to seeing out of, out of Grinke. And they just missed opportunities. Uh, Sanchez whiffed with the bases loaded. And it is the most frustrating thing in the world to watch your team in the playoffs. Put runners on base and then fail time after time after time with runners in scoring position. It's a helpless feeling. And since game one of this series, the Yankees have not had a hit with runners in scoring position. That's been the story, man. You're it, never going to win. You're never going to beat the Astros if you cannot get hits with runners in scoring position. Thought, They're too good of a team. I thought I thought I thought we exercised our demons with this whole runners in scoring position fail problem because over the past 3 to 4 years, probably even longer than that, it it seems like that was one of the biggest storylines, right? That every time the Yankees get runners on, not the playoffs, regular season, the whole just the team in general it was, it, was a, uh, it was a struggle to get them in. And this year, they turned a corner, and they were excelling in these. We had guys like Urshela and, and, um, and LeMahieu hitting like 450 with runners in scoring position and two outs even. We had high-leverage situations with men on, and they were pulling through all year long. That's kind of what led to this whole next man up thing. The next guy was doing it with runners on. And now, when the, when the rubber meets the road in the playoffs – they just haven't done it. And it's it's been like we've we've gone back a couple years in that sense, and it's super frustrating because you're looking at a team you think that has gone through that, has been in situations like this, built for those situations, and then still can't come through. This is not hitting with runners in scoring position and runners on base in the playoffs, I think is something that does not show up in analytics, and I think is a hundred percent real is that it's contagious in a negative way and The guys in front of you are failing, and then you are pressing, putting more pressure on yourself. And I I do think that's a real thing, even though analytics nerds will tell you that's not a real thing and that has no bearing on what's going to happen in the next at-bat. What I'm watching from the Yankees is not good at bats. They're not quality at bats. So many first pitch swings and lazy fly balls. Again, or... that's that's part of the strategy, though. That's part of them trying to jump on. Well, then, at what point do you switch up the strategy? Well, well, You're well, now they're... down three-one in the I, series. I, I get it. I don't. I, I don't have an answer to that. But what, but what I can, what I can tell you is that I think part of the strategy is when they see a good pitch, they jump on the good pitch, and and that's what they've been doing because <laughs> these guys are tough. They're tough pitchers, and and if you get something in the zone. If you get something in the in the area you're looking for, you should pro- you should try to put a good swing on it, and I think that's what they've been looking for. If they see something where they are, it doesn't matter what the count is, they're jumping on it, and I think that's been apparent because we've been, we've seen a, a ton. Didi's been all over it. Gio's been doing it. We've seen a lot of guys jump on the first pitch because they see something good, and obviously that is a that is something that they've talked about. The Tanaka comes out for the fifth inning. A couple guys get on. They bring in Green and he gives up the home run to Correa. And uh, or I believe that was the sixth inning, not the fifth inning. Sixth it was the sixth Yeah, It was the sixth, a, sixth inning. It was and it's, inning was and it's six to one. And that felt like the series right there because that's when the stadium. Correa certainly was celebrating going around. That's like when it the was. stadium went quiet. And that's when the Yankees started to play like crap. Yeah. Booting the ball all over yeah. the They played four errors in that game, two by LeMahieu, by Glaber. The first one to Lemayhue was a tough play. It ate him up. They still called him an error. The second one is, was inexcusable, and then both Glaber errors were lazy, inexcusable plays. The second Glaber one was was him. There was a play at home. Uh, that was the, the one, the that was the first Glaber one. The first Glaber one. He literally just didn't put his glove yeah, down. Yeah, yeah, okay. So the first one, he was play. There was a de- there was definitely a play at home because the ball was hit hard enough, and there was a play at home, and it's almost like he was just moving too fast for the play, and and was. Uh, you know, it was picking up before it happened, and then nothing happened, and um, yeah, man, it's just one of those, you're looking at the situations where they had opportunities, and that was an opportunity, because guys are looking for a double play at that point, but we had a, Glaber had a play at home to cut off a run, which is a huge deal, and who knows what happens then, if you get a, a clean pick, you go four, you might, you might be able to get that double play at first base, but he didn't come up with a clean, and then the inning was just, you have to play perfect against the Astros to beat them. That's not even so much playing perfect. That's just playing fundamental baseball. That's fundamental baseball. Well, perfect. That's, in not, the- that's not saying like you have to be perfect okay. on everything. Like you just like. This, just is, play this is what I mean. In order to beat the Astros in a series, you have to. You can't make stupid not mistakes. Not make stupid mistakes yes, and errors. You have to capitalize on multiple runners in scoring position opportunities against good pitchers. Those don't come up often. It's not every day that you get five walks from Garrett Cole. That is a gift from the heavens, and they wasted it. Same with Zach Grenke today. And he Zach three guys, Grenke, Zach I Greinke, think, Before is, the first, before I got there, I was looking at the box score, sitting in the freaking Uber at LaGuardia, and I saw three walks, and these yeah. dudes did nothing. And Grenke is, is not the. One run not the pitcher of Garrett Cole, but he's still a damn good pitcher. Yes. cannot waste those opportunities. A very opportunities. different type of pitcher. There was an at bat against Judge that was in a key situation. And I'm like, oh, they're not going to really give anything to Judge. And it was slider, 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 curveball, 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 nothing really to hit. He works the count to 3-2 to two and then pumps a fastball by him. And that's just sort of the smart pitching of Greinke, where Judge was not ready for an 89-mile-an-hour fastball. Yeah, I mean, when you mix speeds that much and you change your he location. He threw a <laughs> 64-mile-an-hour curveball today. Yeah, that's the thing. When you When you can do that, when you can actually put those over the plate or close to the plate, then— it doesn't matter how fast your uh, your your top pitch is, because it's 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 all about the speed difference. It's not so much about the the top top, uh, top velocity, but it's about how much you can change speeds. Because all you're doing is messing with timing, right? So it doesn't matter if you're throwing 98 miles an hour, or you're throwing 89 miles an hour. Because if you can change it up, if you can change up 89 miles an hour, 64, or even in the low 70s, and you can and you make it look like a, a similar pitch in the same arm slot. You're doing your job. It doesn't matter how, how hard you throw. I want to take a minute to tell you guys about Mac Weldon. They are a premium men's essential brand that believes in smart design and premium fabrics. They make a ton of stuff from comfortable underwear to socks, shirts, undershirts, hoodies, and sweatpants and more that you will wear and you will love. They have a line of silver underwear and shirts that are naturally anti my cobrial believe i said that correctly what is that well it means they eliminate odor and that's always a good thing especially if you're going to a bunch of baseball games in hot july and august heat they want you to be comfortable if you don't like your first pair of underwear you can keep it and they will still refund you no questions asked i actually have a, a few of their products i have 3 of their polos all in different colors i love these things um uh, once i find a shirt that i like I just buy a bunch of colors of it. I've golfed in it. I've gone out to dinner in it. I've gone to work in it. I think I've even gone to the beach in it. It is lightweight. For the summer, it's perfect. It breathes. Um, it looks great. It doesn't really get wrinkled, which is also a key. You can just throw it in the laundry and not worry about it. Go check it out. Whatever it is you want to shop for. Uh, menswear Wear, they have it. They're the place to go. For 20% off your first order, visit MacWeldon.com and enter promo code PINSTRIPES. Again, that's MacWeldon.com. Enter promo code pinstripes. So two more things that I want to talk about. Uh, I want to talk about CC. We'll maybe save that for the end. But I want to also talk about um so the bullpen, the Yankees bullpen. They've had to pitch a ton and I think it's getting to a point where the Astros hitters are now seeing them for third and fourth times that they actually can get comfortable against them because they have multiple at-bats against Chad Green, Tommy Canely, Adam Adovino, who's looked shitty all series. Again, again comes in. It's a three-run game that he, when he comes in. And is like, well, Adovino has to pitch sometime. Well, does he, in a game you have to win, does he really have to go out there and give up more runs to make it that much more difficult on you? but when when the bullpen's pitching every day multiple innings it, it's gonna get worn out and it's got, the guys are gonna get looks at it i think it's a pro, it's a problem that we're seeing manifest right now it's a it's a it's a it's a it's a philosophical problem with this team we've seen it we've seen it manifest you look there's a, there's one of these teams that has won a world series in the past 5 6 years uh, when the, when the royals won the world series they had that super bullpen But they still got more length in their starting pitching. It wasn't great starting pitching. It was like five innings every game, which compared to what the Yankees (laughs) are giving them is like complete games. They got got a little bit more depth, and they were able to string. uh, And the other thing about that, the, the, the thing that people don't realize is that they ended those series short. They didn't go long series. They were able to other get other than through the them. last series, the seven game against. Um, but they were the the. Um, DS, oh, no no no, the, no no. I'm thinking about the series they lost to the to the Giants. But yeah, the one they they beat were able the Mets. to get through those series without going deep. And and when you can do that, your bullpen can say can be fine there. When you start getting deeper into a series, and you get into the sixth and fifth, sixth, seventh game. Then you're going to be pressed. If you don't have starting pitching, you're absolutely going to be pressed because those same guys that have been bailing you out in the first four four games are the ones you're still relying on. And guess what? They're not used to that shit, especially with the Yankees this year. The Astros are such a good lineup, but there are holes in that lineup, and it's eight and nine usually in the batting order. Chirinos was hitting eighth for them today. And in the third inning, Tanaka walks him to lead off the inning. It's unacceptable when you're facing the bottom of the order and you have a one nothing lead. Tanaka, you cannot walk him. I and it, it's kind of like a little silly to get on Tanaka because he's been their most um successful starting pitcher. But um but uh you know you just he has to be dominant, he has to be perfect for them if they're gonna if they're gonna win. Yeah, no, he has to, and you know, I, I, didn't, I wasn't here for the first four innings. Those were the good innings, comparatively. Well, I mean, they when I got here, they they had the bases loaded, and the stadium was going crazy, and they had opportunities, and they just didn't take advantage of those opportunities. They didn't get the big hit all season, all series long. We haven't gotten the big hit when it really needed, when it was really a necessity. Other than when we've the been first down. game, which they actually hit with runners on base no nothing they no. got the judge home running game two they got jack in game three and uh a gary sanchez home run which was nice but came at the wrong time put him back, back in the game like, there was an opportunity to be back in the game but yeah sanchez's uh, even bigger opportunity before that was the base was loaded in the first when he struck out and it's it and, it just and, and like, from what all i hear it was terrible it was a terrible at bat oh yeah horrible it just looked, they looked uninterested to be there in the last couple innings. The fans all left. There was Astros chants in the ninth inning. There was nobody in the stadium. No, there was maybe 5,000 people there in, in it the was, last it inning. Was, yeah. And a few hundred Astros fans chanting. It's, it's pathetic in game four of the ALCS, but that's what happens when you get your butts kicked at home. They've... You're at home, you come back, you stole the game in Houston you needed to steal, and you come back and you've laid two giant eggs at Yankee Stadium. It's two embarrassing. Y- this is two years in a row. Two years in a row. They kicked the crap out of the twins, but the twins stink. The they, twins look, this is, the twins are awful. This is exactly what happened with the Red Sox. When they went and they and they beat them, they split the series uh, at Fenway. Judge plays the New York, New York. We're feeling great coming home. They get their asses kicked. Their teeth kicked in, and and they're not backing it up at home right now. All this talk about home field advantage is all a bunch of smoke. It means road teams, nothing. Road teams have won three out of the – so. Can we put this narrative to bed? Well, I don't know. I still think it's important, but why? Why? Why do you think it's important? What has? What have you seen that sh- has shown you that it's important? I, I don't know. Nothing. I, I, it, 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 on paper, it's it it impossible important. to say it feels because like the Yankees, Yankees have important. played like crap. But. Uh, you got to catch a train, so we're going to wrap this up. But they shouldn't be be playing like this at home. I mean, they're making mindless errors at home. So the rain delay, the rain out on Wednesday, uh, we talked about it. Is it going to help them? Is it going to hurt them? The fact of the matter is, for game four alone in a vacuum, it gave them a a real opportunity to win and tie the series again because they had Tanaka versus Greinke. That is, in my mind, a clear, decisive advantage for the Yankees. And it didn't happen. They played like crap. Tanaka didn't pitch great. He didn't pitch horrible, but he didn't pitch it was, great. He he had that one mistake, really. Well, then he also got the two runners on in the sixth inning. But yeah. they, they were maybe extending them too long because you can't give up any more runs there. But they brought him back out. But the team as a whole played terrible. It was the the. I'm not exaggerating. Maybe the worst baseball we've seen them play since. That was April. bad. It was bad baseball. You can't make four errors in an and ALCS game. And they were terrible game. at bats. Four errors in an ALCS game is an embarrassment. Yes. Yeah. No, I agree. No, it's it's when you look at it, you when you look at the fundamentals of baseball. I don't care what you're looking at with your eyes or with the numbers. Everybody will agree. If you can't play the fundamentals correctly, you're gonna have problems. They're all gonna look bad. And when you're making four errors, when Lemayhu was making error, LeMahieu made two errors. There's <laughs> a glitch in the matrix. There's like something. what's happening. What is happening? LeMay, he was making two errors. Sabathia limping off the mound, crying. That was... Crying? A, yeah, um, they... Um I forget who came down and told us they were watching on the uh, TV screens. Yeah. I haven't tear- seen that. He, I haven't seen it either. I'm just going by word of mouth, which maybe it's wrong. So, sorry if I'm giving wrong information here. But apparently he was crying walking off the I mouth. mean, look. You... Injury. He comes in. He gets an ovation on his way in. It's a, it's a no-win situation for him because the Yankees are losing. It's a bad game. And he's coming in with runners on base. And it's the last time he's going to pitch in a Major League Baseball game. Certainly the last time he's going to pitch uh, maybe at Yankee Stadium. Um, no, nah, he's done after that. And it's unfortunate that he's done after that. No, no. But what I'm saying is, like, before the injury, it, it fan, in fans' minds, they're like, "Well, this series isn't looking great, so this is most likely the last time we're going to see him." And then he gets injured, so it was already the last time we were going to see right. him. But now the last time we have to see him is him walking off the off. mound with an injury. Yeah, which sucks. Yeah, it does suck. It does suck. But it also, it also, you know what? It shows, it shows the 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 warrior, the battle of Cece. I think. If you look at it, you can look at it two different ways. You can see a, an older guy limping off, or you could see a guy that wasn't at 100% and the team needed somebody and he was pushing through as much as possible. I'm going to go that route because cc has been a really, really good Yankee his entire career uh, here, and he's been uh, one of those guys that you just look at and you, you know you can depend on. So I, uh, I, I kind of refuse to see the, the negative of the side of that, you know, on like the bad him limping off. I, I'm looking at that guy who was just fighting as hard as he could to be on there and, yeah. and try to He pitch. tried to throw a pitch yeah. to, and he did. to keep out there. And he told everybody to go away, and he was yeah. good. And then he and then he threw a pitch, and he realized that he wasn't. Yeah. So it's Verlander, just it's one of those things, man. Verlander I mean, has been a warrior's whole career. Verlander and Pax in game five. Hey, Pax I mean to throw the point, best game of his career. At this point, it's just like scratch and claw and try and make something happen if you can get through verlander then you've got a six and seven you got a bullpen game in game six and then they're gonna throw cole in game seven but if you can get to a game seven who knows who knows what happens so it's not looking pretty but it's not over yet not over yet um not over yet we will probably be back here tomorrow night hopefully talking about a win yeah uh talk to you then guys